Hey, everyone. This is Chris Ryan from The Ringer. As many of you have heard by now, we lost a treasured colleague and friend over the weekend. Jonathan Charks passed away on Saturday. John was 34. He leaves behind a wife and a son, and we are obviously mourning his loss and sending all of our love to his family right now. If you go to theringer.com slash Jonathan Charks, that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-T-J-A-R-K-S, you will find a memorial page for John which has links to his GoFundMe that benefits his family and the amazing writing he did throughout his experience. I encourage you to go there. And if you can, please support the Charks family. Briefly, I will just say that John was among the first people that we hired to work for The Ringer. So he was instrumental in defining the voice and perspective of the site. He has as much to do with what this place is as anyone else. And throughout his experience with cancer, John communicated eloquently about the challenges he was facing, both through his writing and his podcasting. You could never stop John from talking about his passions. It's one of the things I loved about him. Over the last few months, you know, whenever we would talk, whenever I would reach out to see how he was doing, I would try to keep it very John-focused. And the next thing I knew, we would be talking about James Harden or Better Call Saul. He really loved this stuff. Uh, he loved talking about it, celebrating it, debating it, illuminating it. We're going to keep putting out our pods and writing while we grieve but we wanted to let folks know that John was in our hearts and that his family was in our thoughts. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Cold open question of the week, Kaz. What's good, Dave? If you had to wager your daughter's college savings oh, gosh. on one of the two, who are you oh, betting on? Dominic Mysterio or Bronny James? <laughs> who, are we, who are you going to be telling your daughter about when she's 18? Yo, for, yo, the the back to back weeks of Dominic Mysterio slander is a little a little unjust, but I'm I gotta go, Bronny James, man. Like I've seen, have you seen him? Like yeah. he looks like he looks like he's gonna be like a solid NBA guard. Whereas uh, Dominic Mysterio, yeah, there's been people who have said some things that weren't too kind about his uh, future prospects, but not me being one of them. Okay, 
I'm not here to slander Dominic Mysterio's name. I'm not. I'm not here to slander. My, my answer to the question is Dom. Kerm is <laughs> no Kerm. No, I'm all about the Dom slander in some for some reason. Kerm, Kerm is by the way. Kerm is a trendsetter out here. Yeah, slandering it sure is. Dominic Mysterio. I'm a realist, man. That's all. I just I'm keeping it a thousand. I think y'all are pulling punches, and that's okay. I'm not judging. But y'all no. are pulling some punches, and let's keep it a thousand. Is it are we are we pulling punches? Do we love Ray that much that we can't just be like No, 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 no. I'm a realist. I'm a realist, but I will say this. I don't think I'm gonna be telling my three and a half year old son about Bronny about watching Bronny James play someday. I don't think I'm gonna be telling them about Domin telling them about Dominic Mysterio. And yet, this is what's awesome about pro wrestling. We can like chart the course of Bronny. Like there's there's stats guys who know how Bronny James is going to play in the pros. We don't know what's going to happen with Dom. Anything Very could happen true. with Dom. He could be the greatest wrestler of our lifetimes. But when all is said and done, and that is why we do shows like this. Let's start it. I smell cat, but let's do it. <laughs> what's going on, Jabronis? It's Pitch Mister Perfect, Skylar Aston. Hey, this is Bruce Pritchard. This is Rose Battle Season One Champion Mike Lawrence. Husky Steve Kazee. This is Trey Kirby. This is your girl, WWE superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Hi, this is Lillian Garcia. My name's Kevin Owens. I'm Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening to the And you're listening to You're listening to And you're listening to You are listening to You are listening to The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. Welcome to the Mask Man Show with Kaz. How you doing? Yo, what's going on, bro? How are you, man? I'm good. I finally got my mic stand set up after like six months without it, and so That's I can good. talk. We got a we got a relatively laid back week in the world of professional wrestling. Feels good, right? Feels good to not come on here with uh, my blood pressure uh, boiling. <laughs> should, should I? I I gave you the cold open question. Yeah, I got LeBron's son, Ray's son. If I put if I put Luke Perry's son in there, does it change your calculus? <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't at all. Even though I'm a big fan of Luke Perry's son, Luke Perry's son is is pretty awesome. Uh, but man, Bronny James might be like a a a fringe All Star point guard one day, right? Like that's a pretty it's a pretty big deal, you know. Like not not, not to take anything away from Jungle Boy and no. Dominic Mysterio, a but listen, if you're a fringe All Star point guard, the Knicks will give you 120 million dollars. So that's shit, 120 that's a bargain. We'll give you a 300. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? We'll um, give you the house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anyway, so Dom yeah. had a week this week. Uh, that's probably not the lead story. Should we talk about CM Punk just a little bit more since that's since there hasn't since nothing went crazy this week? Just a little catch up on the CM Punk AEW drama. The, the yeah, main gotta, thing is we that we gotta hit that SEO. We gotta hit that. The main thing <laughs> is that there's not much to say. The yeah. big news of the week, if you want to call it that, were rumors that the Bucks had been reaching out to WWE. And at some point, Meltzer came out, came off the top rope, I'll use the phrase, with the most compelling argument against it which is why would they be reaching out to people at wwe they have triple h's phone number right, right. <laughs> like they've right. negotiated a, for a deal with triple h in the past this isn't yeah. complicated math i remember those days like i remember the days of like the elite negotiations i was there i was in wwe at the, around that time and knowing like a bit of the specifics of 
uh, what the Young Bucks were were offered um, when they first reached out before AEW launched all this type of stuff. Well, higher or lower than a hundred million dollars? Go. Uh, a little lower than a hundred million dollars. Just a, just a little bit. <laughs> Should have been uh, guards. Should have been yeah, point guards. There you go. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, no no shots to the Mysterio or Perry families. Um, I gotta say, it is. Uh, it's yeah. It's it's definitely one of those things, man. It's definitely one of those things. So you think? So you think the Bucks? I mean, I, mean, I guess the, the 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 subtext of the story. It's not even that sub. The text yeah. of this story is that post CM Punk scrum. Yes. Even the VP, even the EVPs are saying maybe it's time to jump ship, or like we're open to the possibility. You know. What do you think about that? What do you think? What do you think? Basically, nothing has happened this week. There's been no real news updates or anything like that on the CM Punk front. It does right. look like, uh, except that Brandon Cutler and who else? Uh, uh, Pat Buck, uh, whoever, the, a couple of people that seem to be involved as peacekeeping or break, breaking up the fight are now unsuspended. They've been back at work. Right. And no real word at all about the EVPs or Punk. A lot of people are saying, you know, there's the investigation is ongoing. The, the word, you know, the lawsuit has been thrown around a great deal. Um, I saw somebody asking what the lawsuit would be about. I mean, listen, there's uh, this is the United States of America. A lawsuit can be about anything. Mm-hmm. What, the law, a lawsuit that would that would hold water. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, but my I assumption, got one. My yeah. my assumption would be it would just be a wrongful termination situation. If Punk got Boom. fired, if Punk got while fired over hurt. this while he was hurt, or even with it, not while he was hurt, he could file a suit if he could just say that wasn't my fault. You know, mm-hmm. like whatever. Like if if you're if the vice presidents come and kick me. Then why do I get fired? You know, right. I mean, you can you can make the case. I'm not saying it'll win anything. And 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 listen, I don't know how much money Punk is making right now. I would say uh, I don't know if it's been pre- reported, but I think it's if I had to wager, I would say it's probably comfortably in the three to five million dollar a year range. I would say that's fair. Yeah, maybe and, more. And when you I mean, because they were, I mean, I think they're bidding against WWE and, you know, Punk doesn't get out of bed for less than $100,000. Um, no, no, but I, but I mean, the, which, when you're talking about that, those kinds of money, that that level of money, there's, uh, divorces end up in lawsuits. That's it. That's just the way this stuff goes, you know? There's, there's a lot of things to touch on that, right? Like, with the... With the the possibilities of the EVPs eventually jumping ship, I think it always was a possibility. I think once Cody Rhodes left and the care that his character was taken with was 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 apparent as soon as he got to WWE. I think every I mean you had to be a, a, a blind man to not at least catch your eye open and be like, oh shit, okay. So if this goes south over here for some reason or another, I can still go to WWE, get probably way more money than I'm doing it, and I could have less responsibility. I could just well, go back and just wrestle yeah. and just do that. That would more be dates. amazing. Uh, yeah. less resp- more, more dates. More, more responsibility when it comes to being on the road. But right. you're right. I, I'll take it back a step further. I think that the door for EVPs leaving was open as soon as the first time Tony Khan said, I'm in charge. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think, I think that he was right to do it. And I think that that was an inevitable thing that was going to happen. But the concept of these EVPs being there forever, I think was, was tied into this totally like fantastical fake notion that it would be just a utopia there. And this is not a knock on <laughs> AEW, but the idea that like, 
Dude, if you started a new media company with four other dudes, like you start Spring Hill, but instead it be, of it being your guys from back home, it's right. like it's like four other dudes that you like on Twitter. Right. right? Okay. Yeah. What are the odds all five of you are going to still be there in 18 months? Right? Not like, very zero. High. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Not so, very high. So it's, I mean, it, so it's, you know, I think that as soon as Tony Khan was just like, no, I'm in charge here. And, 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 you know, and then you, you know, there's a lot of other bullet points along the way that I think that uh, Cody, whether or not he decided he wasn't going to wrestle for the title because of his EVP du- duties, but the, the existence of the Cody verse, I think, was a red flag or was a, right. was a, you know, a warning that something like this could happen. And then, yeah, but I think Cody leaving, you're right in the sense that like it showed that contractually there is a lot of opportunity here, right? No it's one a is job. No, no one is chained <laughs> to their EVP desk, right? You're not, you, you can you can walk away if you want to walk away if you if you're willing to sacrifice whatever it takes to get out of the deal. So anyway, yes, and I think and, and also uh, to me, uh, just speaking on my own sense, but I think a lot of people got the same sense. I feel like when people saw that Cody left it kind of erased the sort of notion that they all started this together, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like there was a lot of, you know, you know, I assumed, like, Cody had equity in the company. You know what it I mean? Probably like, did. I, assumed, I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know if there's yeah. equity. I don't know what kind of equity you have. I mean, I, I don't assumed, know. I assumed a lot of these guys had equity in the company, I mean, but I think... I know a lot of guys that have points in, like, you know, New York City bars, and they don't get, they don't see anything from it. You know, it's pretty right. easy to, to to cook the books and whatever. But, but, uh, exactly. But yeah, I mean, I think that he probably did have some sort of stake, and and I think that that's part of what the negotiation was when you walk away that you you have to forfeit that. Yeah. Um, and you know that's that's part, but it's what you got to that's what you got to work out. But it's possible. It's funny because the Bucks are, I think, up until the I think even when they were negotiating with Triple H, you know, even up until when they started AEW, they seemed like the kind of best wrestlers in the world that I could never imagine in WWE. Yeah, right? at that point. Because yeah, Omega, yeah, yeah. you could imagine in WWE. You know what I mean? But like the Bucks are just, like there was something, just there's a disconnect there. Funnily enough, I well, maybe this is maybe this isn't particularly interesting. I think that mm-hmm. the older they get, the more I think they're like a good fit for WWE. I, I think, think the, they're a great fit for WWE right the, this second. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. The, the older and furrier they get, the more I can just imagine. Because there's something just, I mean, I know they've always been playing these sort of ironic heels, but yeah. like, there's just something about if they just leaned all the way into it and the yeah. way that they're doing now, you know, with Cutler out there and like they're just high budget out, <laughs> you know, wrestling outfits and stuff. I, yeah. I think that I think that they could. I mean, I think they and they've be been doing awesome. that with their own dime. Right. Like, could you imagine like so the, the WWE machine behind the Young Bucks, like everything mm-hmm. that they've all they've done to this point? Like you could only imagine like how much further they can go, you know, like obviously there's there's one thousand percent legacy in being able to create a company that goes head to head with WWE. But like just the Young Bucks brand in itself, the elite brand in itself. It almost feels like it's destined to happen at least one day, right? Like it it feels even if it's not now or or because of what's going on or it's it, it. happens when like their contracts run out whenever that is like the young bucks have done so much i almost feel like it's destiny for them to eventually do something in the wwe right like i feel like you know i don't know the next time we'll ever see like the hardy boys back on tv you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but like 
when you're thinking about like just that sort of tag team brothers, long hair jumping up and down, like being oh, incredibly yeah, sure. athletic, like they're the most influential tag team there is. And it just, it just kind of feels like it makes sense. Like maybe not right now, you know what I mean? But like the, once that news leaked, I started fantasy booking like young bucks and the Usos matches and, and young bucks, uh, street profits matches and just being able to like, having a tag team main event, uh, a, a premium live event. You know what I mean? Like, when's the last time that's happened that it's really made a difference? I think, you know, the Young Bucks would do that, you know? Like, if they were, uh, if they announced, like, yo, we just signed, you know, Matt and Nick Jackson, whatever, whatever, their first match at a premium live event is going to main event that show, if Roman's not on it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> if Roman's not on it, that's going on last. And that doesn't happen with a lot of tag teams. So as yeah, much maybe as, they just need to give them the retirement plan. You know, they're getting right? older. Wait, where are they from? If they live in California? Are they California? Rancho Cucamonga, I think. Yeah. Was, they just they should just do this is what Triple H has to do. It's like it's like when you uh it's like when you sign a we're, we're gonna make all the NBA references right here. It's like if LeBron goes and plays for the Las Vegas the the Las Vegas team and gets an ownership stake, you know, okay. gets a little gets a little bit of that back end. Okay, I don't know if that's legal, but that's been the rumor's been somewhere been floating around. They been just got to get they just got to hire they just got to hire the Bucks and just let them just say like, hey, and we're also starting NXT Rancho Cucamonga, and you guys can just do this for the rest of your lives. Yeah, yeah, you know? I feel like I feel like that's kind of where it's headed, man. Like you know, this whole even if. What happened between Punk and the Elite doesn't necessarily lead to, I don't know, AEW fundamentally changing forever, how they do business. The seed's kind of been sowed that who's going to be that next guy that makes that big jump over moment? And well, it looks like it's not MJF that? right now, although that's going to be the storyline. I mean, he's right. apparently he's still a free agent in 2024. Right. But, the, but the longer this becomes his gimmick, you know, the the more skeptical that he's ever going to leave, mm-hmm. I would be. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Let's think about it through the show. We're going to talk about some wrestlers and talk about who might jump ship. I mean, I think that the in terms of, you know, I mean, if you we we had we've had this conversation before. You asked me six months ago a year ago i think wardlow was always at the top of my list because i was just like there's a dude vince will want you know and now now dude the next person to jump ship might be like someone under ring of honor contract or something you know i mean we like jay lethal (laughs) might jump ship before anybody like higher up on him on the card does you never know what triple h's tastes are at this point so nah, i don't know man i really think cody changed everything i think like the next person that like makes that jump is going to be one of those I guess pillars of that company. Like I could totally see like a world where Kenny Omega's in WWE. I could totally see a world where I don't know, uh uh the young bucks are in WWE. You know, like I think Triple H has been a, a bigger fan of these guys as anybody has, you know? Like you think back even if you throw it all the way back to their DX days when the young bucks played an older <laughs> versions of Sean and like that's a that's an incredible story to already tell like the fact that you know I got to be I I got to uh you know I I was in Stanford yesterday doing um um ultimate and this is awesome and Kevin Owens was there with Johnny Gargano and they like took over the bump Mm -hmm, just like talking about yeah like just talking about like and 
the conversations they were having just about like where they came from and just seeing like how far they've gone and just being able to be and see a world where, oh wow, like now with Triple H in charge, guys like this can really be pushed to, you know, a, a certain level. I could one million percent see a, a, a day where Kevin Owens is such a big fucking deal in WWE that the Young Bucks have to come over. And now we got to tell that story that's not that hasn't really been told in several years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so I could see it, well, man. I, I think I think I think that next jump over is going to be a guy it's not going to be it's not going to be a guy that's a mid-carder, I believe. I think it's going to no, be a top dude. I think the well, the next jump, maybe the next big one, the next time yeah. we do like an emergency podcast. I, yes. mean, I think that there's a yeah. lot of I think that all the rumored names, I think everything's everything's a possibility now, right? Because you either right. have a great relationship with Triple H or you think you might be able to have a good relationship with Triple H or you're right. fantasizing what was probably a mediocre relationship with Triple H <laughs> because you just, you know, he's a dude you high five in the hallway or whatever. But right, like, right, right. But for what, if you're former WWE guy, you know, if you're Miro, I mean, Aleister Black, Malachi Black is already gone and, and maybe, you know, six months from now might be wrestling for WWE again. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people. But I think there's going to be a lot of people going back and forth. I think that AEW at this point is is on... Um, is in is in a tough spot just in terms of acquiring talent because they have to resolve their issues, you know, in terms of yeah. how much who like if you're like when Miro came over, you could really say, man, he might be the top guy in the one of the top two three guys, you know, and mm -hmm. he turned out to not be. Now that's not I don't think people are going to look at Miro and say that's going to be my trajectory, but like there's just not TV time for the, yeah. and for someone to make a leap like yeah. that, right? Is Big Cass or sorry W Morrissey going to be a main adventure tomorrow? No, he's like the fourth dude in a faction that is not officially aligned with MJF, you know, right. I mean, it's, it's, you know, are you going to be able to make the leap? Well, we don't know right now. Although I should say that there, uh, was it deadline or the Hollywood reporter just reported that, did I send this to you? Yeah, you did send it about uh, t um, them ordering yeah, more deadline, AEW deadline shows. Deadline said that TNT and TBS might might have more wrestling content uh, because AEW has been so successful. They should, and they there's should, a lot man. of potential. I mean, they could do a lot of different things. Um, it'd be interesting to see how they choose to sort of differentiate. You know, if it's just we're going to have three shows a week like WWE, or if we're going to do. You would hope you know, like one of those spots would go to like a Ring of Honor show, you know right? A Ring mean? of Honor like, show. I'll, do you I'll put Rampage in a make Rampage a bigger deal? Do you? Mm -hmm have a i don't know do you have a women's show do you i mean what i mean you could you could break it up in different ways if if they needed something to to sell it on yeah i think that the roster is the roster just so loaded that like you you literally don't you have the same problem that you had in WWE 5 6 years ago like there's so many people so many talented people on the roster that you can't get all of them TV time and, you know, now it's just like, oh, my gosh, this guy's underutilized. And, oh, my gosh, every time somebody was released or somebody uh, asked for their release from a company, they're like, oh, my gosh, like, th they freed him from the shackles and blah, blah, blah. It's like, nah, bro, like, it is a math problem. Only. I'll say the flip side of it is, is well, right now, I mean, AW, we watched both watched Dynamite last night, obviously. They're kind of in a weird place. It was a totally enjoyable show, but, like, I can't remember an episode of Dynamite or Raw that had, like, fewer Reddit thread comments, you know, because, it, and not, nobody was down on it. It was just sort of, like, it, it was Solid. nothing, nothing <laughs> mind-blowing happened in either direction, you know? Yeah. Nothing, there was not news coming out of it, and that's not what we're accustomed to. 
But if you're watching Dynamite, I mean, all you have to do is watch the reaction that like the acclaim they're getting when they come out at this point, and you mm. and you can say, "Hey, look, there's a there is there is the template for going from bottom mid bottom of the card all the way up to the top, just based on work work ethic, you know, yeah. performance." Oh, yeah, oh and, bro, out of sports entertainment, my guys, let's mm-hmm. not get it twisted. Yeah, the the, the acclaim they're pretty good wrestlers. They're solid, but. They are over like Rover because they come from a world of sports entertainment. That entrance, those freestyles, the Jim Ross going, listen, all that, like, that's all part of the act. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I can't, I don't even know their, what is a mic drop, elbow drop? Is that their finishing move? I I couldn't tell you that. But I know anytime this dude come out, he's going to cut a freestyle. He's going to say some funny stuff. And the people are going to go nuts for it, man. And that's why they're over, you know, like you can't tell me the, I mean, the acclaimed, they're hella talented wrestlers, but you can't tell me they're any more or less talented than Mm -hmm. the Lucha Brothers or the Young Bucks or FTR or any of these things. Like everybody loves, you know, it's beautiful that we have a company that is so work rate driven and groveling for like Meltzer stars and like all that type of stuff. But like the entertainment part of it has to come first. Like there has to be a reason why like I'm tuning in and want to see you guys fight. Like the reason why the visceral reaction to eight to, to, to swerve in our glory and the acclaimed was so hard was because for weeks, we months, we've seen these two guys come out. And the scissor me daddy ass and like all mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Like catchphrases work, man. Like it's cheesy, but like catchphrases and gimmicks work. Yep. Like stop running the, from it, man. Why, like, do the shirt, do why, why do the shirts just say scissor me daddy? Is ass a bridge too far on a shirt that says scissor me daddy? <laughs> well, you know. Is I, ass I mean, really is ass really too much? <laughs> I feel like scissor me daddy in the weird way is more vulgar than scissor me, me daddy ass. It's like, oh man, now you're just. There's a lot happening. <laughs> I hope that was like a Time Warner Discovery. Like, I hope they jumped in and they were like, I'm sorry. We cannot. I don't understand what scissor me daddy means, but I definitely <laughs> don't want more, the word ass on one of these shirts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. 
When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. So AEW, whatever. I mean, we're talking about who might come over. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. At this point, I think it's it, it it's just fun to sit back and watch, you know. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like who the top guys are, you say it's going to be one of these big guys. I guess this is as good as opportunity as any to jump into the PWI 500 top ten. They just drop. Talk about it. The biggest Let's omission from the list, which has become whatever he's talking about, is John Moxley. Uh, apologies to John Moxley. This See? is what we've been building to this whole podcast. This mm, is, that's this, what we call what long term booking. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I'll run through the top 10. Yeah. Reigns, Okada, uh, Punk, Hangman, Lashley, Cody. Shots to Lashley. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Danielson, uh, Vikingo, or EO de Vikingo, just to be, Del Vikingo, just to be clear. Big mm-hmm. E mm-hmm. at number nine, and Jonathan Gresham at number 10. Whew. I can't I mean, be mad at that top ten, but I got to tell. So, okay, so so you know, this is a uh, inexact science. They're obviously it's it's sort of like a sort of a slightly worked list. They, they count crowd reactions and and as we do on our uh, ringer rankings, our big board. But um, but they count crowd reactions. They count you know position. They count you know everything. Um, and. I think that the re- the response about the box the way Moxley was admitted is that he he missed some months, some integral months, and only won his championship at the very end of sort of the voting period. And uh, I guess they're not taking into account all the, or at least not heavily weighing all the indie bookings and everything else that he's been doing. This really, I think, what's built his legend over the past uh, nine months or whatever. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, I think that. Listen, I mean, I wouldn't have been, I would not have been shocked if Biggie. Or Lashley had not been on the list. I'm glad to see them on there. I'm glad to see them getting okay. recognized. But like, I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not even making. Yeah, the so cape. that that's what kind of makes it confusing. I mean, obviously, you're you're talking to the president of the Big E fan club here. Like, uh, I don't know where that voting would end because E's been hurt for a lot of the year. Yeah, exactly. And Moxley, she was only out of action for what? three months, I want to say, mm-hmm. three or four months. So I'm just like, I'm not necessarily sure how that correlates, but I'm assuming, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I feel like you're right. If you're not counting a lot of his indie uh, work uh, into what he's done to kind of build this legend of him in the past uh, summer, um, then yeah, I can see why he's not top 10. But if you are, I mean, even without it, I mean... He's got. They just. I think they just left him out to piss people off. I think so. Like I mean, he's the ace of that company. He's their. He's their most consistent. Even with taking that time off, he's still been the most consistent and probably has missed the least time wrestling wise as 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 it involves their top guy. Yeah, did Danielson miss miss as much time with injury as as? Yeah, like he. There was. It's not like he was wrestling every week. Like I feel like just just by sheer volume of matches. I don't think his time that he missed should have been negatively impacted. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it just I just think the math doesn't work out that way. I think he more than made up well, for whatever time he missed by the amount of things he's done in between I'll tell you that. this. I know that the, I mean, I think maybe, I don't know if the Shield are still working together behind the scenes, but 
but Moxley not being in the top 10 has absorbed all of the online <laughs> yelling and screaming. And I haven't seen a single person say that Roman Reigns doesn't deserve to be number one, which you, which, oh. which, duh. <laughs> like, yeah. Like there's no, there's no, there's no denying it. There's absolutely no denying. Like if you're, if you're, if you're watching anything on, on professional wrestling and you think there's a bigger star in professional wrestling than that guy, like, I could almost give you Bianca Belair. Like I could, I could be argued to Bianca Belair being a bigger star, but like nobody has no. done more for. Just, nobody checks all the boxes more than Roman Reigns. Period. Like he's the, he's the dude. Hmm. It's undisputed. Yeah. I don't know if this is this is like the Steph Curry uh, undisputed uh, unanimous MVP year for for <laughs> for Roman Reigns. Right? Like he had to get all if the first not, place votes. Yeah. Yeah, if it, the only person that comes close to rivaling him on those terms would be Gresham. I'm just kidding. The um, <laughs> I was about to say what? Nah, they'll be not be nice to if Gresham. We're, if we're not counting right. indie shows, and how is Gresham on here? I know he won the Ring of Honor title at the end of the, the last show of the promotion, and then came back and defended it for for AEW's Ring of Honor. But it's not like he's had some great TV run. Yeah, but you know what? These lists you got to sprinkle on. You got to sprinkle in a couple of those sort of like guys just so it can bring up the level of everybody else right like if you're gonna have five you gotta fill up 500 wrestlers one of those top guys has to be a oh and here's somebody you should know about sort of guy even if you don't know him or not as familiar with their you're right you're right i'm sure there's somebody who's looking at like you know vikingo and saying Wait, how are you going to have him on the list and not Psycho Clown or like whatever? You know, right. like the, you're right. There's got to be you got it's some some of them are just sort of like the, you're right. They're there for the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ones that we I mean, if let's just take the WWE side, okay, Reigns, Cody, which you can yeah, obviously he's not just WWE in this span of time, but Reigns, Cody. Oh, sorry, Reigns, Lashley, Cody, and Big E. Does that feel like the right top four for WWE for the past year? Yeah, I mean, I could argue uh, maybe Seth Rollins being there, but if you're counting, if this is a kayfabe list that means wins and losses matter, Seth Rollins didn't do a whole lot of wooden the past True. couple of years, but he True. was still in the high profile, uh, uh, you know, events and moments. Well, um, the, you know, we do this ranking. The bit we do have a big board on the uh, wrestling dot the dot com. If you mm-hmm. don't know, you should check it out. But but um, Nick Bond has this whole like proprietary algorithm that he worked up for us. Okay. And if you look through, you see some weird things. I mean, that that, that sort of continue. If you want, I mean, week after week, month after month, uh, he factors in house show wins and losses, and that's where a lot of the real eye opening stuff happens. Drew <laughs> is always like way up in the rankings because like he doesn't lose on house shows, and when yeah. he does, he he drop he dips down. And Roman Reigns, when we first launched the list, the biggest controversial thing is that Roman Reigns was down at number four or number six because he always lost in six man tags on house shows. Like every oh, wow. single house show, <laughs> the bloodline would lose in the main event, and yeah. he wouldn't take the pin. But he, you know, you got to you got to you got to knock a couple points off for, for that. Well, that's, a, that's a pretty scientific list. But Drew, it's, it's, yeah. But Drew is an interesting one because you know he's 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 been sort of in that second tier position, not very very consistently, and then obviously got the big match at Clash. Mm-hmm. I agree with you about Seth. I mean, he's always there. I mean, he's he's you know rubbing elbows to the people at the top of the card all the time. Um, surprised that Sami Zayn is not in the top ten, top five. To be honest with you, he's obviously the best wrestler in the world. Um, <laughs> 
I could uh, I could argue I could I could argue Kevin Owens could have been in, up there. You know what I mean? Like the Stone Cold. Okay, I mean he's Austin. had a, he's had a hell of a year. If he yeah oh that's right Austin. Yeah, if he had, he had a, gone, str- if he had rivalry. gone, I mean, I really enjoyed his his stuff with Elias, or sorry, with Ezekiel. But yeah. if he had gone straight to where he is now from WrestleMania, if they just kept the heat on him, um, I think he might be on there. Definitely, definitely. I mean, it's but, it's so weird to hear you, you said he was on the bump the other day or today. It's it was so weird to hear Kevin Owens on Raw on Monday night. Like defending, it's one thing to be like you're. You'll like if he went. It was like Austin Theory. You'll never be a quarter of the man that I am. You're, you know, guys like you were talking with Dozen, but he was. He wasn't just talking about himself. He, he was talking about himself and Johnny Gargano, which is just yeah. weird to hear Kevin Owens just sort of speak positively about someone else <laughs> in like a yelling promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him though. Like Canadians are aggressively nice. Like, <laughs> you know like sometimes they will they will they will get really upset like that's why that whole ezekiel promo worked because at the end of the day he just didn't like liars like he's mm-hmm. just like he's just so such a fight a fighter for honesty and truth that it drove him insane and he had to beat the shit out of elias slash ezekiel which is totally understandable that is kevin owens gimmick he is kevin owens gimmick is the aggressively the aggressively nice canadian who is the only person who pays attention on the show? <laughs> the only yes. person who knows or is like, you know what's gonna happen now? A referee's gonna come out and we're gonna fight. <laughs> like Kevin Owens is a fan just like you and me. That should be his gimmick. Yeah. Just like, like anytime he should cut all of his promos from a couch backstage with like a bowl of popcorn. <laughs> He's like Seth Rogan and like Deadpool of like <laughs> put together. That's him. He's the, he's oh, watching fantastic. the show with us. And he's like, hey, isn't this right. ridiculous? We're gonna this fight is now. It. This is this is Kaz <laughs> in the pitch meetings. All right, Hunter, hear me out. There it is. You know Deadpool. Everybody knows Deadpool. <laughs> Have you seen Knocked Up? <laughs> um, Magic. Yeah, it's fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff. It's I don't know. It's it's. I mean, listen. You're right. A list like this only exists to get screamed about. Yeah, um, but it's fun to scream about stuff. So yeah, well, they put should have put Punk at number one just to just to make everybody Ooh, mad. That would have been hilarious, especially given or just taking him off the list. Just like after what Punk did, we can't, we just cannot put it. We 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 just it would we don't feel it's fair to have him in the top ten list at all. So man, so like, could you like that foot injury? Like really? Because here's the thing, right? If he doesn't get injured. And like he wins the world championship and they do whatever, whatever, and they just stay on the uh, consistent path. All right. I, I can see a world where CM Punk is number one on the PWI 500, right? For sure. But let me put my tinfoil hat on real quick. Dude, if he, just, if, he, to... if he hadn't got, if he hadn't hurt his ankle, even if everything the past month had happened the same way, or sorry, his foot, if he, if he had just stayed healthy and just freaking like, wrestled Dax Hardwood, Har- Harwood like three times in that period for, on mm-hmm. TV, then like he would be the number one guy. That's I, I believe that. So so Dave, I, I, I believe that also, 1,000%. But I want to put my tinfoil hat on real quick, right? Go for it. He hurts his foot right after the Hangman Page main event. Oh, I'm glad right? that you brought this up. Yeah, okay, go. He hurts his foot right after that. What really set Punk off was the promo that happened right before that match, mm-hmm. right? 
That is the that was the if you have the meme of the domino that started and that that just gets bigger and turns into a big catastrophe, it starts with Hangman Adam Page mentions uh, wrestlers' rights and yeah. throwaway promo to go home show. Mm-hmm. Do you think CM Punk faked that foot injury to avoid working with Hangman Adam Page again? He's the only world champion who didn't get an immediate rematch or didn't Ooh. like you know what i mean like he didn't get they didn't work together again like he was just he lost and he was just in the bushes straight to the mid card straight to dark order stuff do you think there's do you think punk is that wild to have been so pissed off at hangman page so determined to burn his shit to the ground that he feigned a foot injury for a month? Maybe? Do you think that? Oh, man. Why did you do this to me? Do you think that? I mean, just given everything that's taken place, if you're taking everything that's taken place as real-life stuff, and I'm not, we're all not being worked into some giant thing, this is an actual thing that is going into litigations now. Let's take everything at face value for, for No, for the I truth. think that if you're... Oh, do you man. believe he faked that injury to stick got, it to I Hangman got, Page? I got Tony Khan's back at just about like every ridiculous accusation or like knock that's thrown at him. I'm having, I'm this actually This is me with like, my hat on, by the way. I'm I don't having, truly I'm, believe I'm actually, this. But, what yeah. I'm about to say, I think I believe. I, 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 think, I think that if you're, I think that even CM Punk, a, a, a wrestler of his level of stardom, mm. I think if you're having foot surgery or in the recent case, tricep surgery, I, I, think that the owner of the company you work for has some sort of proof of that when the surgery yeah. takes place. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, true. If I just, you believe I just, that Tony Khan has just taken his word for it, uh, I think it's okay to to buy that. <laughs> um, I mean, we listen, I mean, CM, CM Punk probably has more more empowered empowerment than you know, Kawhi Leonard, who's out there like skipping practices <laughs> and games and like, you know, holding himself out with injury because his personal physicians and trainers tell him to. So, I mean, it's possible, but I, I would assume the Spurs and the Raptors and the, and the Clippers all kind of got actual doctor's notes when, even if it wasn't their team doctor, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's, I, I would think not, but it's funny because where I thought you were going to go, cause someone was tweeting about this. That was, it, mm. it might've been, it might've been Trevor Dame uh, okay. on Twitter was saying, would punk be asked a question basically just like would any of this have happened if punk hadn't broken his foot because that's what i'm thinking no 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 not no be just because he he was pissed off about this promo had the match (laughs) and then instead of being able to like live in the world and maybe cut his own promo the next week back at him or whatever he just sat in a bed and like seethed about it for two months That's probably the more. That's definitely. And then the by more the time he got back in the ring, timeline. Yeah. By the time he got back from his foot injury, it was like the Costanza jerk store situation times a million, right? <laughs> Where he just comes in, he's just like, and another thing, Hangman Adam Page, he's got his great, you know, whatever, and it's just like, who are you feuding with? <laughs> who is that? Um, that's a much more believable timeline. Yeah. God, but, I mean, who knew? But yeah. you know. 
he broke his he supposedly hurt his foot what jumping into the crowd that was remember there was that all that confusion about when it happened and AEW yeah. was never super clear about it and then he just broke and then so what is the tricep that he just tore fake too yeah I, think, tore I, no, I don't think I don't think I don't, to be fair in to your be, conspiracy theory is that this is all conspiracy theory Kaz talking okay this is me with the tinfoil hat on normal rational Kaz doesn't truly believe CM Punk faked his injury but I do believe there is a timeline <laughs> I do believe there is a world where if a man was that petty, if a man really did hate a guy that much, if a man really no. did. Okay, <laughs> I'm just going to take CM Punk out of this. There is not, this is not some like hypothetical conspiracy theory. Like there are yeah. a lot of wrestlers who've done this. You yeah. know, <laughs> like this Hulk Hogan has pulled this, this shit true. in his in his heyday. Like time Shawn time Michaels, again. Shawn Michaels lost this fucking smile because he was like, rather oh. than like, rather than do the do the do the honors for Brett, yeah, do the honors. Yeah, it happens, guys. It happens. I don't think it happened in this case, but if it did come out later, that it did. If it did come out, maybe that's why Paige was so pissed off when he was like, "Motherfucker, you're not really hurt." Like who who the fuck knows? We don't know how deep this rabbit hole goes, man. Because, ah, I don't know. That's the wacky world of, of professional wrestling, man. You never know. Only in this country, only in this damn s- silly sport slash fringe entertainment, that a simple broken foot could be like <laughs> the outbreak monkey of what could possibly. I love tear the conspiracy theory because remember he heard us. He finished the match. He finished the match. But then he remember did. he came out with was it? We came out with FTR like later in the night, but like off camera, and it was like only no, no, on no, 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 no. He did, he did, he did the six man tag, and then he came out after uh, uh, MJF cut a promo. And oh, then right. MJF went through the crowd. No, no, you're right. But he was, and he was just wearing his sock or something yes. on one foot during the MJF promo. And it was like, that's a weird, it was a real choice to come out in just the sock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and at mm-hmm. first it was like, well, they're trying to make it seem like he was not supposed to be out there or like whatever. <laughs> that's still a big choice to come out in the sock. It is a lot. Like you could, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I love playing conspiracy theory. It's, you know, it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice, man. We all got to thank CM Punk, though, for giving us so much shit to talk about. Because what would this about. segment have been about if not if what we, we talk about, about CM Punk? You know? Like, thank you for the clicks, man. Keep keep doing it to us. <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So let's talk about the AEW Championship real quick. Next week, at, since we're talking about it, next week at, at AEW Grand Slam, it's Moxley versus Danielson for the title. Yes. They did a lot of good little storytelling last night. Although I'm going to my only critique of last night's dynamite is that I think it should have been more Tony Khan. I think that Tony Khan should have just had last night's dynamite ha- have just been the two semifinal matches and have them both go 2025. Mm-hmm. And or no, sorry, have them both go like forty minutes, you know, super <laughs> long, and just have that be the entire show. This mm-hmm. is the build to the pay per view. These are the two matches that matter. 
Yeah, yeah. And just have like two epic matches, and that's it. Just have everybody be like, "Holy shit!" I can't believe they just booked two Broadways back to back to 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 set up this main event. I could that's see that. I, I could definitely see a world where, where we do that, man. But like, it's you know. I feel they were both like good ma- they were both good matches, but they were but they were both kind of. When's the last when's the last I can't tell you the last storyline for the world championship. It's been just so many tournaments and interims and, you know, uh, all these weird sort of like there hasn't been well, like this is why actual, this is like, why they're making that the absolute right call here to have it yeah. Moxley versus Danielson because there's a built in story, right? Yes. Yes, like um, there's got to be something to talk about. It's not besides. just a combat club, too. I mean, they're both in the same team. And this is going to be a thing, but also they're they're the two top WWE guys, right? I mean, they're both they both jump ship. They're both like trying to redefine their 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 legacies a little bit, and 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 I think, I mean, I think in real in 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 the real world, I think you know any anybody in their position would like to be known as the biggest star in the company. The biggest star that WWE let go, you know, the yeah. big whatever. I mean, there's a lot of there's and another like backdoor sort of conversation is like that place needs leadership. Like for better or worse, it kind of feels like whoever wins that Moxley's, championship. Everybody loves Mox. When they had the after the punk thing, they had that all the, the talent meeting mm-hmm. uh on Dynamite, and it was it was Jericho, Moxley, and Danielson. Mm-hmm. And Danielson has obviously been around forever. Everybody know, knows him. Everybody respects him. So it wasn't like shocking that he was there. But my first reaction when his name was on that list of that short list of three people was, "Oh, Danielson's your next champion." Yeah, because because why else would he be there with Jericho and Moxley? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I don't I know the like... backstage. I don't know how the backstage dynamics work. Maybe it's the most obvious thing in the world for him to, to be there. Anyway, uh, Moxley versus Danielson. Who wins? Um, I think it's Danielson, man. I think, uh, you know, it, it's, I think it's the smart call to kind of tell his story now, you know, like outside of, you know, it'll be a year since that one hour draw or however long draw it was with Kenny Omega at Grand Slam. It mm-hmm. makes sense for him to, you know, be there a year later holding up the AEW World Championship in a time where they absolutely need a top legitimate guy to kind of steer the ship right now. AEW is a little directionless. You know what I mean? Like it's a little, you're not really sure what's the most important thing happening right now. Is it MJF? Is it this this world title situation? Is it like what's going on backstage? Like they need the attention to be on a yeah, top the MJ, guy as the world champion right I, now. I think they're doing a and pretty good job of it. I think they're doing a pretty good job given the situation that they're in. But mm-hmm. 100%, the MJF thing works better when he's talking about a champion and not like the hypothetical idea of a champion. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. Um, yeah, like that's, he's the, more, he's the most compelling storyteller right now. And like, you got to get to that story. You got to get there. Like, you can't drag this out, you know? Like, so... I think uh, it's either Danielson. I can see Danielson. Uh, uh, I think it should be Danielson to, to win mm-hmm. this title. I know that they're, they're trying to tip their hand with MJF really like going directly at Moxley. So like you kind of get the feeling that Moxley comes out of it. But I think they surprise us, and I think they kind of go and, and do something different with Danielson and, and kind of tell tell that story with him as world champion. So so after the match, is the Blackpool Combat Club still a thing? For sure. I mean, they, 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 like are they, they, are they still, or Moxley that's and, how they, and Danielson going to be on the same page? Yeah. yeah, that's how they started, man. Like, they beat the hell out of each other for like three matches. You know what I mean? Like, they had to bleed together 
to even start this whole thing. So it just kind of makes the most sense that they're doing this to kind of not just start Blackpool Combat Club, but sort of like be the leader of AEW now. It's true. Um, uh, what do you, what do you, how do you think Jericho is up? How do you think Jericho is doing right now? How so? What do you mean? Like, what is he like? Like, I, I, I mean, it, it's pretty, it's frankly pretty amazing what he's able to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this age, right? I mean, he's out there, out there having man- matches, like great matches with Danielson like this. I mean, that's two in the past couple of weeks. It, it's, it's pretty amazing, dude. What do you, what do you compare, what do you compare Chris Jericho to right now? At like, his age? At his age. Like, a, who would be, a, fi- a fine wine is not the answer that you're looking for? No, um, I mean, not even a fine wine, but like, you know, like, uh, does it, does it sort of compare to like those years that like Ric Flair was out there? Like an evolution, or like that last, like you know, and I, I don't think Chris Jericho's retiring anytime soon. But like he's kind of in. That I mean, Jericho's where, a much, Jericho's just a better worker. I and mean, I know that's yeah. sacrilege or whatever. But in terms of what Flair, Flair was kind of like you know playing the hits at that point. And Jericho does that some. Mm-hmm. I will say that his. I think that Jericho's. If my my only knock on Jericho is that he's so gifted that that at this stage of his career sometimes it looks like he's teaching a wrestling class instead of being a wrestler <laughs> yeah like he's yeah. it's a he's a little bit he's giving like all well, he he's does giving is like he's, 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 he's he, you can tell the stuff isn't well not always i was not gonna i was gonna say you can't tell the stuff you can tell the stuff isn't snug sometimes it looks snug i mean he, he, yeah. everything looks right but it's almost like because he's a microsecond slower you can see him setting up the move before he gets out of the move that he's in sort of and it's just a little bit of a hey guys what no watch i'm gonna put my arm this way and that leads to this (laughs) um yeah but it's freaking amazing i mean there's not that many there's not that many points of comparison frankly not that many people been wrestling at his age on any sort of big stage like this yeah yeah and like still believably so too you know what i mean like at some point you know, watching I mean, Flair, you know, wrestle at that age was like, oh, like this is a nostalgia act sort of thing. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. Jericho is still kind of like, where is it I mean, weird to say he's still kind of, he's, I won't say he's in his prime, right? But he's still definitely. I saw the top a, of the card. A top of the card main event dude. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, obviously Mysterio is a point in comparison. They're the same generation. Go, yeah, true, and, and, true. And, and Ray, Ray. Ray hasn't changed. I mean, Ray, <laughs> Ray can still pull off like a four-star match, four-and-a-half-star match on Raw without too much trouble. It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what would be the historical? I'm sure there's something really, somebody really obvious. Probably. I mean, it's it's funny how it's funny how a lot of the people that we think of comparing him to are actually significantly younger than Jericho is now. <laughs> I mean, what would be the? I mean, how old was like WCW era Roddy Piper? Was that? <laughs> Is that a point of is it ah maybe no probably how old was he at that time he wasn't or macho WCW era macho man when WCW he was like ju- macho man yeah, juice to the gills and had like five valets <laughs> probably I don't know it's weird man because wrestler ages are weird like it's it's it, some people kind of like I think Jericho had the advantage of being young. And like making mm-hmm. it as a young star, you know, what Ray I mean? even so more. Like, so Ray was even, Ray younger, even yeah. younger than him, you know. So it's like he's just been like, it's weird, you know. Like he seems older than the old guys that I watched when I called them old, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like everyone we were, calling, old- we were calling Ricky Morton old when the Rock and Roll Express were in WWE, and they were like twenty. 
They, right, like you ever see Ricky like, Morton right now is thirty one years old, guys. Can you like, believe you this? See, no. <laughs> like you ever see those memes about like sitcoms, and you're like, "Yo, you do you realize that you are now the same age as like the cast of Cheers?" And like you mm-hmm. see a picture of them, and you're like, "Wow, they looked so old to me." Oh yeah, there's no way that's what a thirty four year old looked like in the eighties or the nineties or something like that. But it's weird mm-hmm. with age, and Jericho's one of those it's older true. sort of like. Not ageless, but you know, like it's he comes from a different era. He comes from an era that you know Rey Mysterio comes from that can still do this at a high level for as long as they probably want to, you know, because it's just probably all they know. I think Rey Rey Mysterio is probably the best comparison. Probably a lot of people have said this about that about this podcast. We're too Mm. getting older and older, but you know, just get better and better. we got to get out of here soon, so let me just run through some other news notes, and then let's hand out a few rockets at the end. We're going to do, do a little group, group rocketing here. Um, let's see. Did we talk enough about Dominic Mysterio? What do you think about that promo, the pre-tape promo? A lot of people uh, were really rough on it. It was real horny. It was real horny. Um, I think people are just rough on Dominic John, Mysterio, period. John Kerma has entered the chat. His <laughs> video just came on. Big Dominic Mysterio hater number hey, one. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so I don't wanna I don't wanna start with the hate. Like one thing, there's parts of the promo that I liked where I felt like there was something a little bit real about it. Talking to your dad being like you never let me find me. And that felt like, I liked that element to it. But those yeah. little pauses and those breaths, we need to talk about it. Like, I don't know if it was like he was reading from like, uh, uh, what's it called? Teleprompter right in front of him or what? I think what? he was, yeah. But that's the only thing that I, I want to address. But it was horny as fuck. It was very, it was very horny. horny. It was very horny. Uh, and, I think, <laughs> and, and I think they're telling that story too of like, you know, they're calling her daddy and like, you know, mm-hmm. Rhea's kind of like this Dom Matrix, and his yeah. name is dom and it's like oh this is gonna get real horny they're gonna get on some (laughs) they're gonna do some shit soon uh but i okay i could see i could see curb's point people being pretty hard on 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 dom and not really buying his his act because we've seen so much of him just be this like baby face for so long but Let's just give him some time, man. Let's just give him some time. Well, I think he's getting there. If you want to, if you want to circle back to the last conversation, the conversation we just had, Domin- yeah. I just saw this online. Dominic Mysterio is now the same age as Ray was when he was unmasked in WCW. Wow, wow. Ray had, had, had like had, <laughs> had enough of a career for losing yeah. the mask to be a big deal. The fil- <laughs> this is filthy animals time. I guess it's filthy animals time for Dom too. You know, his own little <laughs> his own little filthy face. Hilarious. Um, I don't he doesn't know, get my I, rocket. No, let's not give Dom the <laughs> rocket. Although he's, got, he's in a good spot. Uh, we have new women's tag team champs. Damage Control, uh, Dakota Kai and Eos Kai are your new champions. What do you think? Um, the obvious choice. I didn't think they'd do it on the Raw. I thought they would. Uh, they'd save it for like Extreme Rules. Or do I just don't like think that, Raquel but... and Aaliyah had enough heat to do it on another stage. I yeah, just think that was, it was that. I, it was that week. Damn. Yeah. All right, we'll see. I think this is um, the move, and they, you know, this get they got one, they 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 got one more match out of it than they would have than they did, you know, whatever they did the other way. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Gargano beat Gable. Do you, were you excited to see Johnny G out there? Johnny yeah, wrestling. Yeah, that, that was a fun match to watch, man. And that's what Johnny Gargano does best. Getting him. Can we just pause and just appreciate like we got to we got to see Chad Gable and Johnny Gargano like twenty minute matches on free TV now. Oh like, yeah, where Chad Gable couldn't even get on TV. 
about like two years ago. You know what I'm saying? When he was like an American alpha star. Like, let's just appreciate that for a second. And um, yeah, that was it was a good match. It was a really good match. And uh, I love the way they're booking Gargano so far. As just, I just called you know, him Johnny G and I feel really bad about it because Johnny Wrestling. Because Do you remember, when we, do you ever notice when we were kids, every single Italian person who was like a, <laughs> like an, in a, in a, a, a position G. of authority over you was Vinny just the B. last name. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it casually, but if it was your teacher, it was also, it was like Mr. D Giovanni was Mr. D, you know, <laughs> Mr. My, 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 my father-in-law was, was, was Dr. B, you know, yeah, like, it's it, a like very, everybody it's a very was New York ju- thing. Yes. That was, I was in Kentucky, dude. It's like, we, it's like as a culture, we hadn't figured out how to say Italian names yet. So we just tried to make it really easy for the kids. Yeah, anyway, yeah. um, yeah, so I, yeah, I was excited to see it, man. It was a really good match. Obviously, Gable uh, was a pretty perfect pairing for him for the for, for his first time out. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Gargano. I'm very, very excited just to see what this arc looks like. Um, if he's a little bit, if he's friendly with Kevin Owens on screen, all the better. Uh, oh, yeah. I like oh, the yeah. Owens theory thing. That was a really nice brawl, little bloody brawl they had. Um, uh, we got Lashley versus Seth next week, so that's something to look forward to. Also, oh, that's annou- be a fun announcing match. matches is something exciting in this new era. Uh, the big news of the week on the WWE side was on NXT, I think. they're First of all, they're sort of re-rebranding. Now NXT's logo, the 2.0 is gone, and the logo is back to white and gold, or you know, go black and gold, whatever. NXT, um, the next generation, as I call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the new generation. And- and there, it was a good show uh, this week. The biggest news came in the main event when Solo Sokoa defeated Carmelo Hayes uh, for the North American Championship. And it was a clean-ass pin, man. I mean, there was no no shenanigans, no chicanery in this one. Um, I think that, if anything, softened the blow for Carmelo Hayes. It was that everybody and their mom immediately... We've watched enough wrestling to know this means you're either going up against Braun Breaker or you're going to the main <laughs> roster. Like, there, yeah. there's, no, <laughs> there's no downside to this loss. Which one do you think is going to happen? Uh, I think the Braun Breaker story's got to be told eventually. I mean, I think when you talk about the era of 2.0, it's Braun and Mello and Mandy. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think Mandy's obviously on her way to becoming a, a big deal on the main roster again whenever that time comes. But it's, it's I mean, come on, man. It's for it's It's written in the stars, man. Talking about a new class of talent led by two people named Braun and Mello. When have we seen this before? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. this is kind of what NXT was sort of built upon. So you kind of wow. got to tell that story before, you know, you send Mello and Trick to the main roster. So, I mean, I think it was is very there a Darko, Is there a Darko in this story? <laughs> is Darko? Is, uh, Va- is Von, Von Wagner <laughs> be your Darko? No. He may be. No love, man. No love, um, but nah, I'm a, I'm a I'm a big Carmelo Hayes fan, obviously, and uh, who, I can't wait to see what he does next. Are we gonna give? Let's hand out rockets. Carmelo Hayes. So apologies if these rockets are reiterative. We don't have a master list. Kerm can get no. on that. But the, yeah, no, no. Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes gets a rocket, right? Does it? We, we, we're, the new here's the new system. One of us okay. proposes a rocket, and the other two people have to agree. It has to be unanimous to get an official Masked Man show rocket. So, Carmelo Hayes. Rocket. I'm, I'm saving it right now. I'm gonna save. I'm. I'm not giving him a rocket right now. He lost. You're not giving Carmelo Hayes a rocket. Not right now. No, he lost the title. 
So we got to see what's next. Okay. Right? We got to see what's next. Yeah. If we're talking I guess about he could get fired or something. He could have <laughs> you never, you never know. You know, Carmen, like yeah. I'm, we're, we're, I'm taking, I'm taking into account what I watched on TV. He lost. So we the don't title. even need Kerm's vote here. What about no, what about Solo Sokoa? He won the championship. Now he's going to take this North American title on to SmackDown, hang out with the rest of the Bloodline. Should we give Solo Sokoa a rocket? That's who I was saving my rocket for, Solo Sokoa. Like, he, first off, he got a. Road Warrior Pop when he came out on on that on the NXT 2.0, and just the week he's had the weeks he's had. You show up in UK at Clash at the Castle with Roman Reigns, help him continue to win the title. Your main event SmackDown with Drew McIntyre, you know what I mean, and you kind of hold your own. You win the NXT North American Championship, and now you make the hottest storyline in professional wrestling, the Bloodline, even more of a main event storyline because you won your championship on NXT. And now, by proxy, NXT is getting bloodline representation. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... Yes, Solo Sokoa, I think, you know, once we see that entrance with the entire bloodline and all those titles and Heyman and Sammy, I just can't wait to see that visual. Solo Sokoa holding his own, earning his keep that soon. For the main roster, big forum, got to get eight man to rock it. Karim, you co-sign? Absolutely. I don't have too much to add on top of what Kaz said. I just love how they're finding ways to make the bloodline way more exciting with him, you know, in the ring. And I'm I'm excited to see where they continue with this, you know. There was a long period of time where we would throw up our hands because WWE was kind of had been spinning their wheels for so long. I probably said on this show, well, you could bring up Sola Sokoa, but how do you like differentiate him how do you make his presence matter more than just the moment and the answer is you just do right you just give him a little bit of a personality and you let him you let him you know go after his own thing and and yeah you just do and it's not these things aren't impossible they're not really that hard you just got to do it all right let me ask you two more quick questions and then we'll get out of here one this is not this is not an official rocket this is more like i'm handing somebody a match who do you think is going to get a rocket first from the new Firm from from Stokely Hathaway's new stable, the firm, Ethan Page, the Gun Club, Lee Moriarty, or Morrissey. Who do you foresee getting the first rocket? Uh, I'm gonna go Morrissey. Uh, I've always been a big Cass fan, and I think uh, he always had a lot of untapped potential. And they already got the memes going with like the with the weird hug with Stokely Hathaway, and he was saying like, "I love you, bro. I love you." And like you could tell he wasn't really feeling it. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. and on top of that, AW just doesn't have a lot of seven feet tall guys just walking around true you know what i'm saying so uh i think he's gonna be the first one to sort of break out out of that group i'm gonna go left i, I don't know if oh man i think ethan page they didn't they say ethan page is gonna get to the north american champion or sorry the, the uh, atlantic the, yeah. the, the atlantic championship which means yes. he's gonna start getting in the ring with some real players soon and ethan page is a pretty good wrestler and if he if he is a top flight wrestler uh, and I think some people would make the case that he's pretty damn good. Um, we're about to find out, right? So that could that would be interesting. I think Lee Moriarty is probably the first one that's going to get the rocket, though. Yeah, but I, he's going after the pure title, and you know I feel like the pure title storyline's a little 
uh, it's hard to get all. You know, they don't even, they don't have a show. Yeah, yet. but I think Moriarty. I think he's gonna be. You're you're, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're they need a show. But I just, like, I just I think it. I think my bigger case is gonna be a while on any any of these guys. I don't think we're gonna be talking about Morrissey or Page, or maybe not Page, but Morrissey getting a rocket anytime soon. I think he's gonna be a major player. But rockets, we don't just hand him out willy nilly. No, no, um, no. They're not like five star uh, ratings. <laughs> does Johnny Gargano get a rocket, or is he too? Is he too old to get a rocket? Um, no, I don't think he's too old to get a rocket because I do think. Or has he know, been around too long? I don't even know how old he is. He's been around for a minute, younger but than I me think, for sure. I think he's taken the the David Shoemaker Memorial Kyle O'Reilly position of the next Daniel Bryan, right? Like so, I think yeah, I think he could get. I think he's not old enough to get a rocket, but I don't think the time's coming yet. I think that's still sort of like setting the foundation of who he is to the main roster. Uh, and you know, once there's time for him to do like real babyface shit, like, like a like a like a heroic Royal Rumble um, sort of performance, even though even if he doesn't win, or like being like a sole survivor on like a Survivor Series team, like once you start giving him like shit with actual stakes, and he could be like that ultra bleeding heart babyface, that's when he's at his absolute best. So he hasn't gotten to do that yet, but. When he when he gets the chance to on the main roster, I can't wait to see it. And I think that's will be then it'll be rocket time over there. I could not agree more. Um we'll table the rocket for future discussion. Uh, we gotta get out of here. Do you want to get your plugs in? Yeah, man. Say less with Kaz, Loki, and Rosie each and every Monday on youtube.com slash Kazim. They're also gonna be dropping new episodes on our Patreon as well. Patreon.com slash say less. Support that. It's going to be really awesome. Uh, more new episodes that we're creating on there. And Didn't you have Omos on this week? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Check out our latest episode. We had uh, Omos on the show. Uh, and luckily enough, right, as soon as he did the podcast, he was back on Monday Night Raw. Not taking no credit for that. But, um, yeah, check it out. It was an incredible conversation. He talks about, um, you know, uh, having two brain tumors uh, in college and fighting through that and, you know, playing basketball at Macho's Christian and uh, USF and Florida and playing against Steven Adams in college and all these other NBA players. And it was a really great discussion. Talk about Afrobeats. You, you really get a good idea of who the guy is besides wrestling. So check it out. Say less with Kaz, Loki, and Rosie every Monday on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Kazim and MSGPM with myself and Monica McNutt on MSG Networks each and every day at 10 p.m. Check your local listings, or if you got DirecTV, Fubo, check it out there. You can find me here. You can find me on the Press Box. You can find me on the Book of Wrestling uh, next week, 100% for sure, next week, the first part of a two-part episode about Undertaker McFoley, Helena Cell, is dropping. Um, very, very excited about that episode. Um... Otherwise, thank you guys for listening. Uh, be sure to check out Mac Mania and Cheap Heat on the Ringer Wrestling Show feed, the very feed you're listening to right now. Um, special thanks to Babyface producer John Kerma, uh, despite his opinions about Don Mysterio. And apologies, as always, to John Moxley. PWI does not know what they're talking about. We'll see you back here next sure week, Humanoids. Please. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. 
You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday. I'm still sleeping. I also like Ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side-by-side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. 